0: From the deepest bowels of your imagination. Actually, he's from Canada there, bud. <laughs> From the famed Hotter Show Studios, this is The Hotter
1: Show. What is up, everybody? We are one audio here today on episode 168 of The Hotter Show. I hope you are absolutely fantastic. Thank you so very much for tuning in and clicking that play button on today's episode of the podcast. I have a stellar episode for you here today, guys, as I am joined by my buddy, Matthew from Creep or Sleep Podcast, the brand new podcast that has come to the Podbeard Network and is taking the world by storm. If you have not heard this podcast, I strongly implore you to go and check it out right now. You can find it wherever you find your podcast, Creep or Sleep. You can also find it on the Podbeard Network website. That's podbeardnetwork.com forward slash creep or sleep. Check it out. It is a stellar podcast and I have a great conversation with Matt. We cover a lot of ground. Uh we talk about kind of the show, where he got the ideas from, uh, kind of where he wants to go with the show, what he just his influences behind creating this entity that is creeper sleep, because to me There's so many different aspects of this show. I really, really genuinely enjoy it. I'm a huge fan of it. Um, And I'm not just saying that because it's on the Podbeard Network. Even if it wasn't on the network, I'd still be a big fan of it. Uh, We also talk about kind of him getting started a little bit with podcasting, voiceover work, talk about how we met, and kind of the old Fork Found movie reviews podcast that he used to be a part of. So we have a lot of fun, cover a lot of ground. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this episode. And if you do... And if you're listening right now, be sure to hit that subscribe button, leave a like, leave a rating if you can. Definitely appreciate it. Thank you very much again for tuning in today. means the world to me that you guys take the time to listen to this podcast every single week. You guys know who you are. I always try to thank everyone whenever they hit me up and tell me they're listening or what have you. So if you're listening, hit me up right now. Shoot me a message. Be like, yo, Hotter, I'm listening to the Hotter Show right now. So entertain me, asshole. And I'll be like, yes, I will do my damnedest to try and keep you entertained but enough rambling we're ready to roll into this podcast here today with Matthew from Creep or Sleep let's get into it all right guys so we're joining right now via Skype from my buddy Mr. Matthew who is the narrator slash host of the Creep or Sleep podcast brand new podcast on the show Matt welcome what's going on man Matt is not the host. The goon
0: is the host of Creep or Sleep.
1: Fuck that nitwit. Who? Th- oh, God damn it! I forgot about the goon. Dude, where, where's Matt? I thought I was supposed to be talking with him. No,
0: you are supposed to be talking with the host of Creep or Sleep, and that is I,
1: the goon. Matt is just a fucking minion of mine that does some narrations. I apologize that I didn't introduce you properly. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, the goon, the actual host of Creeper Sleep. Yes, the actual host. (laughs) So I'm actually glad I get to talk to you because I'm very curious. How did you even get into the podcast business in general?
0: Bitch, I've always been in the podcast business. I've just been more of a behind the scenes kind of guy, if you know what I mean.
1: So like doing production or writing or what, what do you mean?
0: No, I mean, I'm, I'm literally behind the scenes. Okay. Okay.
1: I gotcha. (laughs) Kind of of a weird dude, aren't you? A little bit. (laughs) Uh, So when the goons not recording a podcast or doing creepy shit, what do you, what do you enjoy to do? What's something normal that the goon likes to do?
0: Oh, uh, you know, I, I, I like sipping mimosas and, and writing in my journal.
1: What kind of things do you write in your journal?
0: Uh, just a lot of fucked up shit. Let, let's be real. It, it's it's it, it's pretty dark. The, the goon is kind of a, a dark character, if you will. He's, uh, well,
1: I've had a rough life. Let's just leave it at that. So I'm assuming you probably, probably another time. I, I feel like the game will probably go into that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not my therapy session right now, so uh, yeah, yeah.
1: So is there a reason as to why you chose Matt to be the uh, the narrator for this?
0: Yeah, well, I needed a, you know, a, a nitwit,
1: if you will,
0: when I was coming up with a creep or a sleep and... What better to narrate than someone who calls himself a voice actor? You, you know what I mean? So I heard his voice, and I was like, Eh, yeah, it kind of work." so. There we are. I said, hey, come narrate my shit, you fuck. And he was like, okay, goon. And I said, don't cop a fucking attitude with me. I'll beat your balls in. And then he came on the show and and we recorded and and
1: the rest is history and the rest is glorious history now just uh, one last question here I would I definitely appreciate your time I would like to talk to Matthew as well because I feel like he has a lot of insight into the show but uh, where do you see creeper sleep going in your opinion all the way to the top (laughs) that's the goon ladies and gentlemen the goon so That's a character here, but I th- I think I think now we're actually being joined by the uh, the narrator of Creeper Sleep, the guy whose wonderful, sultry voice you hear uh narrating all those creepy, creepy stories. Oh, do we do we have confirmation that we have Matt now? Yeah,
2: yeah. What up, man? Matt, uh what's sorry up, man? Sorry about that. I had to beat that fucker and put him back in his cage. I
1: don't know what that was about. <laughs> So, so it is in in fact that you are the one who brought him in, and not the other way around.
2: That is correct. He's he's a cocky okay. son of a bitch. You never know what the hell is going to come out of his mouth. Um, no, I the creeper sleep is uh my baby. It's my uh, to be honest. Well, okay, so let's just go back to the very beginning, if you don't mind, of creeper sleep. Oh, absolutely. Um, so I <laughs> I was completely oblivious to the fact that there's this, uh, underground, I guess you could say, uh, of people that enjoy listening to creepy narrations, creepy pastas, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, I had no clue. Um, you know, I'm in my mid thirties, man. It wasn't, I don't listen to the, like, I don't know. It's just, it wasn't on my radar, you know, with the kids and things, my kids don't listen to it. It wasn't on my radar. Um, but I got into voiceover stuff, and I've been doing a lot of different narrations. And I was showing some stuff to my nephew, who's seventeen. Shout out to Kane. Um, shout outs to Kane. Yeah, Kane, like the wrestler. That's my nephew.
1: I was just about to make that joke. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Nope, spelled the same way and everything. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, so big shout out to him. Um, we have Kane and Hotter. Kane Hotter. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
1: yeah for you fucking horror fans out there you fuckers know who Kane Hodder is um, somebody, somebody said to me I don't mean to cut you off but I somebody said to me one time they're like so when are you gonna start having like famous people on I was like I mean I've already had some pretty cool people on but they're like no 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 like they're like can you get Kane Hodder on the Hodder show and it's like they're like we feel like he'd probably do it that's possible but I'm like I don't know I've I've kind of heard he's a dick, so I don't know. I'm kind of like uh, um, I've seen some know.
2: documentary stuff with him, and he seems like a playful dick.
1: Yeah, that's what I think. Is so I'm just kind of like I don't know if he'd actually do it or not. But uh, anyway, just, yeah, you never know, man. Fucking aim
2: for the stars. <laughs> Absolutely. Um. Yeah. No. Aim for the fucking stars. Kane hotter star. Um. So. Uh yeah, my nephew though, he's 17 and he's huge into like horror and and that kind of stuff. And he was listening to one of the narrations that I had done for a different project, and he said to me, and he goes, Dude, you would be fucking perfect for narrating horror stories. And I was like, Well, you know, I'd like to do audiobooks. He goes, No, 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 no. Like, I mean actually narrating a horror story and like, you know, putting them on YouTube or, or whatever. He goes, there's tons of people you would not believe. And I was like, what? And so he sent me a few YouTubers that are huge. Um, and I saw like how many, you know, thousands and millions of, of hits these people are getting. And I was just completely mind blown that this was even a thing. It's surprising. It is. I had no clue. Um, it's definitely a subculture for sure. And uh, so the, the original idea for creeper sleep was that I was going to narrate stories and my nephew was going to create the YouTube videos um we did one little video one night when he was staying with me over the weekend and it got a couple of views literally a couple and uh that was really about it like it never really went anywhere it just sort of died
1: so that was the the first one because I can remember Correct. just because I've known you through, through past stuff. And we'll, I'm sure we'll get to that in a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, but, yeah um, for sure. But um, with that original video, it was just like a still picture. Um, maybe I think it was a couple different still pictures. Yeah, I'm it was not a mistaken. couple different
2: still pictures. Yeah,
1: and then it was basically just you narrating short stories that you found on Reddit. Correct. So from with that, permission the, I, with permission. Of course, yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely. We always do things with permission. <laughs> yeah, always
2: with permission.
1: So the I, so basically like what you're saying is the whole idea behind that was you were gonna do up these videos and then he was going to edit them and it just unfortunately kinda correct like, some things just. Yeah, he got, go he, he, cool. uh, he got a
2: girlfriend, he's yeah, seventeen, he thought he's cool, he's got a girlfriend, he can't hang out with his uncle anymore and you know. Come on, Kane, what the hell, man? I know. I'm gonna make him <laughs> listen to this fucking podcast too little bitch but
0: uh yeah
2: (laughs) yeah no he uh it just sort of fell through it i mean it just for whatever reason it just never caught never caught fire it never you know never really went anywhere um so it just kind of fizzled out and died and uh so i started doing other you know voiceover gigs and things and then you were talking to me about um the podbeard network and how you were like you know I know Fork Fountain's dead, but I'd love to, you know, if you want to do something, I'd love to have you on. And I was like, man, I don't even know what to do. Like, I don't know. We'll see. And so I kept telling you that as soon as I moved into my new house, life was going to be different for me and everything was going to be good. Which it is. We moved and everything's fucking glorious. Um, but it's so glorious that I got really swamped with actual voiceover work, which is great. Uh, but at the same time, is keeps me pretty fucking busy. Um, but I had promised you that I was going to do something. So I'm like, well, what am I going to fucking do? Like, I don't, I don't know. Um, so I had all these different ideas that were kind of going around in my head. And, um, you had asked me, you know, when are you going to do more creeper sleep stuff? Like I listened at YouTube, that one video and it was just fucking creepy. So I was like, man, do I do that? Like, is that what I roll with? Um, cause so, I really enjoyed that. Like yeah, that was it, something that. Apparently, 30 other people did too. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, it's just getting your name out there. But uh, oh, for sure. Yeah, no, a lot of people seem to really dig it. And I, I enjoy doing it. I like doing voiceovers, I like narrating. Like, it's something fun for me. It's it, it's a good time. And so I was like, fuck it, let's just roll with it and see how it goes. Um, and then I met the goon. And uh I introduced the goon to you And I said you know what do you think Do you think the addition of the goon would be a good or bad idea And we kind of debated And, and we, I decided to bring my I don't know he's not a good friend He's more like a fucking minion of mine
1: He calls me his minion But it's, it's the opposite um, Yeah I mean, I mean the whole thing is You know that one particular evening I, I yeah. still don't quite know the story Of where exactly you met him I'd be curious to hear that but I can recall you speaking with me about it, and just like, "What do you think?" And I'm like, "I don't know about this guy, man, but if he's, you know, he he's got a cool voice. He seems like he's an interesting cat. So, like, hey, what yeah, he's, the hell? He's right? a, the more personality, he's a lovable asshole. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I feel no, like deep he, he's down a, he's got a heart of gold, though. I don't know. I, I think
2: you know so. It. I think so. I think so. Um, we'll see. I've never actually seen him in person, though. Believe it or not. Um, really. Yeah, no, I've never actually seen him, so I don't even know what he looks like. So I'm still debating in my head what does this character look like, because um, he won't show me his face. He's like, no, I'm too fucking handsome for you. Like, you're gonna see me, and your dick's gonna get hard. I can't, I can't <laughs> show you. Um, you can't have
1: that shit happening.
2: Yeah, you know, he's like TJ hotter. <laughs> already got hotter. Fucking and you, narrating his shit. He goes, what are you gonna? He's he yes, yeah, I'm too sexy. You guys can't see this. Um, <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, yeah, no, I don't know what he looks like. We'll, we'll have to figure that out. And, uh, maybe I'll just start. Cause I, I was like, well, I want to make t-shirts of creeper sleep. Right. And I thought, you know, well, the goon, I consider him more of a mascot than, than the host. He considers himself the host and I'm just his minion, but I consider him more of a mascot. So I really want to like a, a goon t-shirt, but. We got to decide. So, if anybody out there has any ideas of what he might look like, send him our way at creepersleep at gmail.com. I, I'd be interested to see people's interpretations if there's any out there.
1: But, oh, and I, I'm sure the goon will also let you know how close or far off you are.
2: Yeah, yeah. Maybe he'd even fucking respond. Yeah. I want to get to the point where I can have the goon just read fan letters. If I ever got one, if I ever got a fan letter, I
1: want I <laughs> wanted to get to the point where the goon just fucking hangs out and reads fan letters. I, I feel like it's just a matter of time. Like I was telling you before we started recording, um, a buddy of mine at work, he came up to me the other day, and he he's a fan of the podcast shit and what we do here, and he came up to me, and he's just like, dude, like, What's with that fucking podcast, like the creepy one? And I'm like, oh, creeper sleep. He's like, dude, like I literally was fucking scared shitless listening to that podcast. (laughs) He's like, I literally like, he's like, bro, I was literally driving in my car at night, and like I was taking the back roads home, and then I like went onto the main street. I was like so fucking scared, and like it was, I was so creeped out. That's good. So I was that's like, good. "Hey, like it it, it works." And he's like, "And that that fucking dude in the beginning is like, he's so over the top." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, man, that's it. Like, that's yeah. exactly what creeper sleep is." So. Yeah, the
2: goon's pretty over the top. Um, no, that's awesome. I think that's one of the greatest compliments that I could ever ask for. To be honest with you, is that somebody gets so creeped out that they can't they have to change what they're doing or where they're listening or how they're, or whatever the case may be. um, That's awesome. And it's not only just credit to me, first of and foremost, it's huge shout out to um, the writers who are allowing me to use their stories. Um, If it wasn't for them and creating kind of this creepy ambiance in their world, I wouldn't be able to do the narration side of it. So a huge shout out to them. I mean, you were one of them. You were the author of episode two. Um, episode one was a gentleman um in the UK that I met off of Reddit, uh, Chris Bird ninety three, Reddit user, Chris Bird ninety three. Um and he's had some really creepy fucking stories. Um But yeah, so I would say uh uh it, it's it's definitely a big thank you to those that help create and write the stories. Cause if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to
1: do what I'm doing. Well, and that's the thing too, right? Is when you're like, like we were just saying that I am someone who I did submit a story that, uh, I, I claim was a real story that actually happened to me, regardless of people who believe me or not. <laughs> you told Brandon, me that it was real. You swore up and down that it was. Yeah, man. I, I, well, because it's funny when I first, that little intro that we have there and like the little bit of editing that Brandon did for you and stuff like that for those two episodes, which there is going to be a little bit more on some of the newer episodes, but uh, you guys will see that as we record this, that episode hasn't dropped, but um,
2: yeah, the goal is to continue to build upon it and, and, and create new things and, and to kind of evolve it a little bit
1: as we go. So hopefully that's kind of what happens. That's the goal though. Oh, for sure. Well, and it's funny because when I was with him the one night we like literally, hung out till like two in the morning and we were like listening to that second episode you did and we were editing it and kind of fucking around with it. And he was like, here's what I'm thinking for this. And here's what I'm thinking for this. And we did up the intro and everything. And he's sitting there listening to this story and he's heard me tell that story before, but not in that kind of detail. Because mm-hmm. it's different when, you know, I'm recollecting it off the top of my head. There's little things that like you you miss. When Whereas when you're writing everything out, it's like... Little things kind of like the world. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm like, okay, I can kind of build a little bit up about who was this old man or whatever. And if you guys haven't heard that, definitely go back and check it out. Because it's uh, it's a creepy fucking story. And the fact that he's like, oh, well, this story was all bullshit. And I'm like, dude, I wish, I wish that I could sit here and tell you that this didn't happen to me. I really.
2: Yeah, do. no. I uh, I gotta say, man, I get kind of creeped out because when I record these stories, I'm in, I'm in my little office in my basement of my house. Um, it's usually about midnight, one in the morning, because I gotta wait till you know my family goes to bed, and I knock out all my other voiceover stuff. So it's usually pretty late. And I mean, as you see, sometimes my door just randomly fucking opens, yeah. like it's my dog or cat entering, but like you don't see anything because they're just these little things. You yeah. just see the door go. Oh! You know, so while I'm fucking and my back is to the door. I'm facing the wall, my back's to the door. So like while I'm recording I'm like there's something creepy, blah blah blah. And fucking like all of a sudden I'll just feel something kind of behind you know like how you can sense like a yeah. door opening or whatever? Oh, like, God. I just sense shit as I'm reading these and it seriously fucks with me. Like I know that my house isn't haunted, it's like my dog or my cat or whatever, but it seriously fucks with me when I'm in the middle of a story and and that happens.
1: Oh, for sure. Well, even you know, before we were recording, I'm sitting here and we're talking. And I can see Matt right now and his, his beautiful, glorious face and his awesome little office there. Um, yeah. And like we're chilling. And all of a sudden, the door just opened. And I was like, I'm fucking out. Like, <laughs> what the <laughs> hell is going on? Well, it scared the shit out of me, too. Because you're like,
2: someone just entered your room. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I turn around and look. And I, and I don't see anybody. And I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? I'm like I'm like looking all around and then it's my one dog. He's a little guy. He fucking just comes in and I'm he snuck he ninjaed his way into my office. So
1: Well, because at first I was like, Oh, like maybe it's one of the one of your little little ones or something, but uh, Well,
2: I thought that's what it was too, because I just put him to bed and I'm like,
1: What do you know what? But no, it was uh <laughs> so you talked to them like the goon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doing an impression the of the fuck goon. Back in bed. Yeah. Um Oh god, but yeah, but yeah, like I can say, like even just for myself, when I did, um, I did a, kind of a Halloween ghost story podcast a while ago, um, well last Halloween, kind of recollecting a bunch of firsthand ghost stories I have and shit like that, and weird happenings from my time at my old job, and like retelling all of that and like really thinking about it and sitting down and talking about it, you know, Brandon is just like, dude, like that, that's all bullshit. And I'm like, man, like I wish it was bullshit. I really do. I really, really do. But for the people who are, you know, creating an actual story to me, that's like, that's way harder because I actually sat down the one night and tried to write a story And like, I was just like, man, this sucks. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm feeling it or not, but. uh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I uh, thank God
2: for creative people. Um, Oh, yeah. I'm a creative person, but not when it comes to like writing stories and things. So um, Chris Bird, 93, that good sir. He nailed that story. That was a really good story. It's uh, the episode one. Everything around me is aging. Oh, yeah. Um, That was a really well done story. Um, Episode 2 is uh, yours, that I'm a logical thinking person Um, The third one, actually, which is dropping tomorrow So by the time this drops, it'll already have been out probably But episode 3 is by a gentleman that I'm in some other social groups with And uh, he heard the podcast and he was like, dude, that's fucking awesome I really like what you're doing, can I submit some shit? And I was like... Yeah, man, I'll fucking. T- anybody wants to let me use their stories, yeah. let's do it <laughs> for sure. So um, he sent me a whole bunch of stories, and I was just sort of flipping through them, and i I found one called "Reflections," and um, I was like, "Yeah, this is this is pretty good." Have you heard it? When have you heard episode three yet?
1: I actually, I was kind of quickly listening to it a little bit, but I was just. I was listening to it while doing other stuff so like I haven't listened yeah, to the full yeah. I I like to with when it's something that I'm not immediately involved with I like to um I like to let Brandon do his thing and then I listen to it just like I'm a regular mm-hmm. listener you know so yeah, but um, yeah, just no, j- judging off what I heard and the title <laughs> I'm like oh god <laughs> Yeah <laughs> it no it's
2: terrifying uh, It was interesting for sure cuz the thing and I kind of told you this too is I don't like to, and this is probably like a huge VO nightmare for people, I think. But me personally, I don't like to read the stories ahead of time. Um, Because I feel like if I do, like some people, well, I like to read them ahead of time so I know where to put emphasis on certain words and things like that. Like, cool, whatever. That's not my style. Um, I prefer to read it in the moment. Um, And. Because I, I feel like when I do that, it it's more real, and you get more emotion out of it. Oh, for sure. Um, for instance, I think it was episode three. I think it was that one. Um, there's a point where I almost fucking started crying. Um, not like bawling like a baby, but like, you know, like teared up and shit because... That story, like there's a, there's a, I'm pretty sure it's episode three. There's, there's an emotional part of it. Um, cause really the, the, that story, and I've heard the nowhere man as the author and I've heard him even kind of say this before too, is that that song's more about a reflection on yourself and the kind of dark shit and depression, like when someone's in a deep, dark depression. Mm-hmm. and the reflection in the monster in the mirror that they're fighting with depression. Um so while it is kind of a creepy tale, it's really stems from depression and and things like that. And uh so there's a part like where you're like reading it and I'm I'm like reading it and I'm getting real into it and then all of a sudden the emotion just fucking hits me and I'm like you can I I hope anyways my fingers are crossed that it portrays you can hear it in in the story that you can hear it in my voice as I'm narrating. I definitely felt it while I was narrating, um, so I really, really hope, fingers crossed. I haven't I haven't heard episode three yet either. Brandon sent it to me, but I haven't listened to it yet. Um, so I really hope that it it, it comes across, um, because I just because if I would have read something like that beforehand, then I feel like the second time I would have read it, it just would have been. Just me reading. You know what I mean? I don't feel oh, like any sure. of the emotion, I don't feel like any of that emotion or that raw realness uh, would have been there. And so that's why I prefer just to kind of read things because I think you had sent me another story and you were like, oh, would you think? I'm like, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not going to read it till I record. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> and that was surprising to me only because um, I know you as like, you've talked talk a little bit about like a lot of the voiceover work you do and stuff. So to me, I mean, I'm not a voiceover guy, I'm just an amateur podcaster, but anytime I'm going to read something on the podcast, like, I just literally, um, well, technically today's episode, but last week's episode of the show, I did, like, 10 haunted locations in Canada, and that was, for the most part, scripted or bullet point scripted, you know? So, like, when I do Mm -hmm. that, I was the one who wrote it all out, so I knew kind of where to emphasize and what I was saying, but... It's always was always preached to me, you know, by whether it was Brandon or other people who are in the voiceover and podcast business, like you need to know what you're gonna say and how you're gonna say it before you record. But with what you're doing and with reading an actual story, I totally agree with you as far as it's like you're it's never gonna be as good as the first time you read it or hear it. Correct. You know what I mean? So like I and totally I mean-
2: yeah, and I mean, like, if I make a mistake, like if I fumble some fucking words up or something, obviously I'll stop, and re-record yeah. that section, things like that. But um, yeah, I don't know the plot of the story. I mean, I may know like a high level overview of the story, but like I don't know what's happening in the story. I don't know any of the details of the story. I don't know anything until I just fucking record it. Um, and uh, I do that with VO work as well. Not quite as bad. Um, like I do a lot of narrations for things. And a lot of people, are, you should read over it. And yeah, you probably should. But that's not how I operate. I don't know. I'm weird. Like, I'll do high level skimming. <laughs> like, yeah, well, even like, I'll, I'll kinda, I kind of skim it just to see if there's like words that I don't know how to pronounce or, you know. Oh, something yeah, like that. dude. But, uh, <laughs> but there's uh, nothing worse than that. <laughs> oh, oh, sir. The scripts that I got fucking sent to me today, oh, like, one of them is. The top 10 words in other languages that don't translate to English. What the f- And so <laughs> I'm reading, I'm, re- well, I'm fucking looking at these words and I'm like, I don't know how to pronounce any of these. Like the first one's a German word and I had to go to Google translate to have it fucking read it to me. It's schadenfreude.
1: So what does and I that, like, that literally
2: doesn't mean anything in English? Any No, uh, I what did it mean again? Something about taking pleasure and seeing other people fail or something like that. I don't remember like what the definition (laughs) was, but um, yeah, like it was just like it's Schadenfreude, but when I say it, I can't help but say it with like a fake accent because it's fun, Schadenfreude, 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 like it's It's like, what the fuck. (laughs) Lord
1: Farquaad. yeah, I was just Lord Farquaad. He hoofed it, he poofed it, he signed an eviction. Lord Lotus. Farquad.
2: um, so yeah, not my gumdrop buttons.
0: Um, <laughs> I feel like we're
1: about to start doing Shrek here. Now tell me where are the others? Eat me, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it's just uh. Uh, You gotta do it in fucking accents man And like some really I haven't recorded the script yet and I'm not gonna lie I'm fucking nervous Cause I know that like I'm going to Like I'm gonna try to be real I'm like schadenfreude Like it's just gonna come out that way And I gotta re-record it Cause obviously my client Is not gonna want it in that way The client's it's gonna not want like me to goofy. say yeah. Schadenfreude Yeah like I have to But there's like Ten of these fucking words Like one's German One's Swedish One's Yiddish One's Japanese One's um, uh, Indonesia Ones I don't remember what all they were now off the top of my head But I have to fucking google translate All these words Because I'm like well somebody's gonna be like, Ones like Hawaiian It's like a One Spanish What was the Hawaiian one Oh no that's the Oh actually it's funny Because the fucking Japanese one Is actually the title of a Deftones album
1: Oh really Um. Uh oh, oh, God. Oh, God. I can literally see the album cover right it's now. It's like
2: Koi, Koi Kotan yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I don't remember off the top of my head. It's Koi Kotan. Koi something Kotan. Kotin. Kotan. I don't even know. I don't know how to fucking pronounce this shit. Um, <laughs> so I have to like, voiceover. you know. Yeah. So I have to, you know, prepare for those ones. Um, But other than that, I just fucking skim those too. Like, I don't. I don't know, I'm fucking weird. I don't...
1: Well, I think it's just a matter of like what we were touching on earlier too. Like it's that first time, like when you sent me the first episode, episode two, um, before you, you know, uh, brought the goon in and you kind of sent me the, obviously that did not air, but just speaking about this, like you were even saying to me, like, dude, like reading off that story, I literally was getting goosebumps in that. And I don't think you would have that if you had read it before and then recorded. Correct. Like you can hear in your voice reading these stories that there are moments where you're like, oh shit, like it just got real. Or like, like you can hear, I can like, it's almost like obviously I can't hear that you're getting goosebumps, but like it's, it's just your, your, your tone of voice changes. And it's like, for me, I think that's as a listener and as a fan of podcast and voiceover work, I think that's something that you can't really, you can't teach that you can't get that from Trying, if you're trying to achieve that, to by I can't get what I'm trying to freaking say here, but like if if you read the script 100 times, go okay at this point, I'm gonna sound like I'm scared. Mm -hmm. I think it's just how about you just don't read that one part if you know it's gonna scare the shit out of you and then you're good to go. Yeah,
2: yeah, you're gonna lose the realness. Oh, for sure. That's that's it, is that realness? I guess I'm glad to hear that you can hear my voice, like that's the goal, but obviously. It's my voice So it's weird when you're listening to your own oh, voice Oh for sure um, So I definitely appreciate people's feedback Good, bad, or otherwise If you guys love the show, hate the show Love the goon, fuck the goon, whatever um, I, I definitely appreciate any and all feedback um, I prefer, If you are going to shit on me I'd at least prefer it to be a constructive shit but Yeah, like don't just um, drop
1: a big turd and walk yeah, away Yeah, but, but no If
2: you, if you want to drop a Cleveland steamer on my chest Let's do it um, <laughs> Let's make it happen yeah, let's fucking let's, let's make a night of it. Yeah, just don't be those some candles and yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean, no, I'm glad to so I'm glad to hear at least one person yourself, you know, um, thought that you can hear it the change in the voice and stuff. I think that's awesome. That That's definitely what I strive for, and I'm glad to hear at least mm-hmm. someone gets that out of it. Oh, for sure. Well, I mean,
1: and it's it's weird for me because when I first kind of met you, even though it's over the internet or whatever. So I guess it's meet, quote unquote. Um, you were, you know, hosting, co-hosting a podcast that was a generally a very goofy and fun laughing podcast. So you to go from that extreme to then hearing you do voiceover work where I'm like, is this even the same guy? Like I can obviously tell it's you, but it's, like the way that Matt sounds right oh. now talking is completely different <laughs> from the way his voiceover sounds. Like, um, it's actually funny as shit that you say that.
2: Um, I do want to come back to Fork Found, though, just because that's, that's our history. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, for sure. But uh, so I do another podcast called uh, Four Guys in a Comic. Uh, it's a comic book podcast. And Great podcast. It's kind of slowed down thanks we've we've kind of slowed down a bit lately but um we uh we've been doing that podcast now for almost they've been doing it for almost three years i've been a part of it for about two and a half and um so one of the guys on the podcast alex um rusty whatever he uh he's a big horror fan so i sent him some of the creeper sleep stuff with the goon and everything attached um, Rusty actually Alex He actually helped me Come up with the name For the goon Because I'm like Dude I need like A cool fucking name I can't think of anything And um, oh, that's awesome What am I talking about The goon
1: The goon's a real person What am I talking about I mean I didn't come up With his name What, what the fuck He's I can like <laughs> Literally Just because we can't See him right now Doesn't mean that He's not a real person Yeah The exactly, goon will eventually exactly. Be revealed Let's just get that Out of the way Yeah Yeah
2: um, But uh, So I sent it to him I, I said Hey listen to this And let me know What you think and he sent it back to me, and he goes, "Yeah, man, that's pretty good." Blah blah blah. The person that narrated this did pretty good. The person that narrated <laughs> the goon was pretty good. And I was like, "Dude, that's those are both me." Or I mean, one's the goon, and one's, <laughs> one's
1: the goon, and the other he's ruining you. this
2: fucking illusion of the goon. Um, and he's like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's that's fucking me, man." And he goes, "Well, shit, I didn't." I had no fucking clue. Good job. And this is somebody that I've been podcasting with for two and a half years. Um, So if anybody knew my voice, he's the one that does the editing, too. So if anybody knew my voice, it should have been him.
1: No excuse for
2: that. (laughs) Yeah, none. So I guess the fact that he didn't... He was like, well, fuck. Good job. I didn't recognize it. So
1: I guess that's a good thing. That's a positive thing. Oh, for... Um, I think so. Like, I mean, obviously, like, when I because I'm that person who I can usually pick out voices pretty good. But if I heard, um, if I was to hear the goon speak, you know, obviously there are maybe some similarities between your guys' voices for whatever bizarre reason, you know, just for some reason, (laughs) but um, it doesn't sound like they're two completely different people to me, you know? So for me, it's like, it's such a, it's still a even for me. Like I know what the deal is, and I listen to it, and I'm I'm still sometimes I'm like fuck, like you know, it's just a completely different vibe going from that intro into the actual ch- good like full meat and potatoes of the podcast, so to speak. But it's like a, it's a good thing, and it's just it's such a a contrast that I think is something that is missing from a lot of. Like in the past, whenever I've heard like horror based podcasts or I haven't really heard anything like Creeper Sleep as far as like a full narration. I haven't heard much of that. At least I think that's done in this way. But it's like they can't really nail that kind of it's either it's way too serious or it's too goofy Mm
2: -hmm. and it doesn't
1: take itself seriously. So I think like kind of what you and the goon are doing is like is perfect. Oh, thank you. Um, I can't, as much as I'd love to
2: take all the credit and say that I'm a fucking genius, I'm really not. <laughs> I really stole a lot of inspiration um, from things like Tales from the Crypt and, um, you know, the late night, Saturday night horror movie hosts. Uh, you know, like Sven Gulli and uh Elvira and um you know all the I can't think of right now off the top of my head but like those are kind of the big ones um you know like all the even if you go back to like the the you I don't know if you're in fucking Canada I don't know if you guys have the USA channel do you guys have USA in Canada is that a fucking thing
1: yeah I think so I see the wrong guy because that's, cause what, they, well, that's what they used
2: to yeah. air wrestling on
1: so they used to I, well, air, like, okay, SmackDown yeah, yeah. or whatever on USA. We get it on different – it's it's probably not called USA here because I – my problem is, is, like, my whole life I never really had cable or satellite that much. So, like, it's I've just like been, Canadian like, a fucking – Canadian
2: Broadcast Network. It's, like, CBN yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: it's – we get you – know, I used to watch Raw, so obviously I know we get USA, but I don't think it was called necessarily USA Network. It was called yeah, something else. Yeah, well – so I know USA what you're, I know what you're network talking
2: about for those in the US, um, USA <laughs> network if in you God's guys are, country. If you guys are like older, like in your thirties or later, like myself, you guys probably remember like Billy Joe Bob and uh I can't remember the one girl's name, but Gilbert Godfrey used to do it too. And they had on Saturday nights, they had like the USA up all night where they would play like cheesy horror films and, and things like that. But they would have like the host, you know, like the late night horror host. And the one girl was like USA up all night. Like there was just like these weird fucking characters. And they, Mm -hmm. I just, I fell in love with that. And it, This Sven Ghuli is still around. He's a nation. He's based out of Chicago, but he's a nationwide thing nowadays. He's been around since like the 1970s, and uh, he's a he's a horror host. Um, And he's now on well in the U.S. It's MeTV, and they still do you know like the cheesy horror films, and he narrates in between, and you know, but things like that, and like the Crypt Keeper, and you know even dating back to like the old EC comic archives, um, for the comic books from like the 1950s, you know, like the tales from the crypt and the haunt of fear and vault of horror. And, you know, they had the witch and the crypt keeper and, you know, whatnot. Um, those are, I love, 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 love that kind of stuff. Um, it's, it's, I don't know what it is. It makes me feel like a fucking kid again. Like when I read those or when I watch those shows and things and, I always love that, like, you have, like, these... It could be a super creepy fucking movie, but then on the commercial, you got... Well, I guess it wasn't on HBO, it wasn't a commercial, but before it aired, you have the Crypt Keeper, you know? You have John Asir, who's kind of like, Hey, boys and ghouls! You know, or... I can't do nearly as good as John Asir, but... um, Yeah, so, I mean, you know, you got these... uh, Crypt Keeper making fucking jokes about stuff, And then it goes into, like, this super serious, scary episode. And then he comes back out, and he's like, well, it wasn't that fun. You know, and it's just, it's shit like that I just loved. And so I was like, how do I bring that into modern day? Like, that kind of stuff you don't see anymore. And if you do, it's very rare and seldom. So I was like, how do I fucking bring that back into this world and, and, you know, make it fun again? And so really, that's kind of where the ideas all stem from, is, is it really goes back to, like, the 1950 EC comic books up through, you know, the fucking nineties for horror hosts. So, um, I, I basically, I stole the fucking ideas and I just kind of sort of brought
1: it to a more modern podcast world. Well, I think it's, it's cool because like, I obviously like I know the crit keeper and I know a lot of the other names you mentioned as well, just because I'm such a fan of voices, even Mm -hmm. though I can't do a lot of them in my own life or anything. I think that, Taking inspiration from that is definitely really cool because it's something that it's almost like the second someone hears "Creeper Sleep," like they go, "Okay, like I they automatically they know kind of what you're going for." But it's just it's a different take on it. It's not like they're Mm -hmm. like, "Oh, it's just a blatant ripoff of this." It's like it's a it's just a different take on it. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. no. I I mean, I personally don't think so. But it's like even like someone like I can see some
2: haters being like, "Yeah, yeah, no."
1: Well, those are also the kind of assholes that, you know, go on a Twitter poll and vote the negative thing and then just move on with their lives. <laughs> so, that's true. So, fuck those guys. <laughs> but um, but it's like, even like someone like with Brandon, where he's not really a horror guy, like he is, he's just not, that's not his deal. But like the second he heard it, he was like, cool. Like, he's like, I know exactly what he's going for. Like, he's like, this is really cool. Like, I really dig it. So... It's um, awesome I think it's It's just It's a really cool project And I'm I'm super stoked that I love you know, that you, you just were... said project Project Yes um, See that's my problem I say, pro- I say project I, I just love how you say project. project It's Canada eh You say project We say project Well I guess I think it depends on who you ask Cause I just I say <laughs> shit weird Like I don't I don't say I say Z TJ, I say, Excuse
0: me Excuse me TJ Do you I mind telling me What this podcast Is all about
1: I'll give you that one, Goon. That was uh that was pretty funny. I'll give you that one. Yeah, Goon. fuck that guy. He's just an asshole, man. Fuck That's okay. him. That's okay though. I, I he's he's a lovable asshole. He um, is. He's a lovable asshole. I don't get I don't get enough of those aboot jokes, so but I am <laughs> sure fucking weird fucking though, plenty. because like I always get corrected whenever anytime I say Z in my entire life, I, I always oh, you get corrected. say Z. Yeah, but like I say Z and I always have my entire. Oh, life. you actually say Z? Yeah, I say Z. And oh, like everyone's wow. like, it's Z. And I'm like, it's fucking Z. So just let's get over it. No, I'm it with on. you on that. It's fucking yeah. Z. I don't know um, where, but there's some words I say that I say them as an American would say them as opposed well, to. there's not a lot of them, but like.
2: It's actually really fucking funny because uh, one of my really good friends and co host of Four Guys in a Comic, Mike, he's from. The Toronto area Um, He's He lives in What is it called Mississauga Or something like that Is that how you say
1: it Yep Mississauga That's Um, literally dead on
2: Yeah So that's where That's where he That's where he grew up That's where he's from Etc But when he talks, you would have no fucking idea that he's from Canada. Like he doesn't have like the quote unquote stereotypical Canadian oh, accent. Who
1: eh? no, 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 no. say? Yeah, whole oh, fuck eh? yeah.
2: No, he doesn't. He doesn't have that at all. Um, and so a lot of people like when they find out he's from Canada, they're always like, "Say something Canadian." And he's like, what "The fuck does that even mean? What even is
1: Canadian? What are you talking?" Yeah, about? he's like,
2: "What the fuck does that mean?" But it's funny because like when I hear him talk, like we'll be we'll be talking about something and he says Zed. So yeah. there's like certain things that he says that I'm like, that's right. You are Canadian. So like, Every once in a while
1: he sneaks out. <laughs>
2: well, he'll say Zed or he'll talk about, fuck I guess you guys measure gas in liters. Cause you yeah, guys are on the fucking yeah. metric system and we're not for some fucking reason. Um, so it's mind-boggling. Cause he'll be like, Oh, it takes so-and-so liters or, Oh, I just driving so many kilometers. And I was like, I don't know what how fucking fuck fast that to? is. <laughs> I was like, I go by fucking miles per hour. Okay, I don't know fucking kilometers per hour. I don't know, and I'll be like, How tall is so and so? And he'll be like, Oh, it's about two meters. And I'm like, The fuck is two meters? Yeah, see, I
1: don't, I don't <laughs> like, play that. I'm just like, Nah. He's like, He's five ten or whatever the fuck. Like, I don't yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the I'm wrestling. He's like, He's, like, he's like,
2: Sorry, it's about
1: six feet. And so I'm like, I oh, to, Okay, sorry, but it's a boot this much. <laughs> Yeah,
2: that's it's the only time that I know booters. he's Canadian Is when he fucking starts quoting shit in the metric system um, But it's funny <laughs> to me though Because you, if I remember correctly Only about an hour
1: or so From Mississauga, yeah, is that right? Just about, yeah, just about an hour from Mississauga
2: But it's funny as hell Because you have a way more of a Canadian accent
1: then so I'm like, are you north? Or are you south? Where are you at compared to from him? where okay? So from where Toronto is, like I'm just using Toronto as a base. If you drive east towards Kingston, I'm not sure. Well, towards Ottawa, let's say, because that's just probably easier. Um I'm about an hour. So I'm I am in a kind of a small Canadian town, but with me also. Aside from just kind of the classic Canadian um, family on my dad's side is from the East Coast of Canada, which is like your Newfies and stuff like that, if you're familiar with that at all. So, like, they have really thick, heavy accents. (laughs) Like, a lot of the times when someone thinks of a Canadian accent, they're actually thinking of, like, a Newfie accent or, like, a East Coast accent to me, like, a lot of the times. But... Because they even say words that like I'll talk to someone from like Newfoundland or whatever, and like they almost have like a whole different language sometimes. The way they say things, like yeah. we we call a deck a deck. This is our patio or our deck, and they call it a bridge. Yeah. Like, oh, oh no, we're no, gonna go I'd sit out on the me. bridge, and I'm like, why the fuck are we sitting on a bridge? What are you talking about? But they just I'm like, you're gonna get fucking hit by a car, sir. Yeah, That's not like, a good like why idea. are you doing that? <laughs> so it's like it's just funny because um, I literally just had this conversation when I was speaking with. uh, another podcaster by the name of Josh from still loading podcast. We did like a Skype call and we were talking and he's like, you're Canadian, right? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, you don't sound Canadian at all. Like, he's like, I would assume you're American. And I'm like, really? So I'm like, I've heard opposite from like pretty much everyone else. Like the one time I started talking with a, a buddy of mine from Australia. And like the second we started talking, he was like, Oh yeah, mate, you're totally Canadian. Like it was so funny. And I'm like, yeah, coming from the fucking <laughs> Australian,
0: like, I'm like, That's-
1: <laughs> so it's just funny, just hearing you say like I have the accent, because to me, I'm like, I don't have an accent. What the fuck are you talking about? But not, I'm not accent. like a major one, not like yeah, a major
2: yeah, yeah. one. It's just, it's really funny, because like compared to Mike, who has fucking no accent whatsoever, um, it's, just, it's really funny. Yeah, and it's you probably just like an hour yeah. apart from each other. And I'm yeah. like, is there really
1: that big of a fucking difference? Like an hour apart? Well, I think it's just it's the people that you're around in that. Like out where I am, you know, there's a lot out, of. There it is again. Out, out, out. out, out it pops out. out once in a while. <laughs> out here, bud. Fuck. There's a lot of like rednecks around me and shit. And like, so it's oh, just, yeah, that'll do it. It does come out once. And every once in a while, I'll drop like a newfie term or a Cape Breton term or something. And people are like, what the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, I don't know, man. It's just uh, <laughs> like when I'm around my family from the East coast, I pick up the accent. Yep. I came back and I did a podcast after we went on vacation there. This was uh, like last year. And I did, I cut a full podcast in basically still like newfie mode. <laughs> and a couple of my regular listeners hit me up and they're like, never do that again. I'm like, really? They're like, the, they're like, the episode was fine, but the, he's like, I don't know what the fuck you were talking about half the time. It's like, just, you were like speaking really fast, like faster than usual. And like, you were saying words that I don't even know what you're talking about. And it's like, I literally entitled it like, take the side out of her, bye. It's like, what the fuck does that even mean? I'm like, take the side out of her. You know, it's just, is what it is, but... It's just, uh, I think it just depends on where I'm from, but I guess you get that anywhere, right? Like it's. Yeah. Alright guys, let's say hypothetically here for a second that you have a business, you're in a band, you're a podcaster like me, you have a YouTube show, and you need some awesome new merch, business cards, logos, even maybe some t-shirts done up. Well, you need to look no further than my man Mr. Jason Reese over at Jaybird Digital Arts. Jason is offering a special 10% off discount just for listeners of The Harder Show when you mention The Harder Show upon contacting him. But what exactly does he do well? Jason does t-shirts, posters, album design, tickets, photo replacement. you guys still with me? Advertising, business station. Mailers, brochures, fine art, and anything else you can imagine, J Digital Arts can create it. Jason has done all of the t shirts, logos, banners, and all social media stuff for both the Harder Show and for Harder Guitar Services, so I can promise that you will love and be inspired by what Jason comes up with. You can contact him on the web at ww.jbird, that's J A Y B I R D, digital com Or you can search for him on Facebook and Instagram under the jaybird Digital Arts handle. Search hashtag J Digital Arts for a look at all of his awesome and unique work
2: I know is due to podcasts yes is how we is how we fucking met but what I don't recall is how you stumbled across
1: us well it's it's funny I was just, I was like just about to jump into that but um I discovered fork found fork found
0: Through fork found fork
1: found want, want to do one for me just for old time's sake <laughs> <laughs> I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um,
2: or is it too late? No, I might be able to pull it off here. Hang on. Let me think. It's been like over pu- a year since. I'm putting since them on I've the spot.
1: It. I'm putting them on the spot big time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen of all ages, to a brand new episode of Fuck Foam!
0: Views, <laughs>
2: yay! That's been yeah. I had to tone it down. I had to tone it down a little bit, but it's uh, it's usually more hyped up. It's been like a year since I've done that. It's,
1: I can't believe it's been that long since uh, the the uh, this one of the saddest days of my personal and professional. It's maybe life. not
2: quite. Maybe not quite a year, but yeah. damn near a it's year. Been, it's I been. I think close. it ended in. I think it ended in August of of last year.
1: Yeah, because I, I know it was definitely before I went on vacation, and I went on vacation yeah, to.
2: So, Yeah, I want to say it was in August of last year is kind of when we all got busy and kind of broke apart. It's fucking sad, though, man. Um, it is. Hopefully, we can do our reunion show with you here sometime I, soon. I think that'd be a blast. I heard. Because I've talked to Josh Semi recently. He was over at my house. He was trying to help me out with a project um thing so he was over here for a short while but um me and adam talk a lot via text um but i haven't actually physically talked on the fucking phone to adam in months
1: so it'd be nice to hear their voices oh for sure well i mean when i um when I kind of put the call out for that, like I was like, yo boys, fork found reunion. And I heard from, I know I heard from you. Obviously I heard, I definitely heard from Adam. I don't recall if I heard from Floydberg or not, but, uh, I feel like, oh I, yeah, Floyd, no, he's, Floydberg. uh, I think he said he was definitely down. I don't yeah, think he was cool. against the
2: idea at all. Cool, cool. Um, I know I know a lot of people want it to come back and and whatnot. It was it was a good time. I fucking there's times, dude, where I miss the shit out of it. Yeah. Um I miss talking to two of my best friends that I fucking spent, you know, the last twenty five years of my life with. Um that we don't talk as much now that we don't do the show and it sucks. Um but at the same time like we're all fucking busy as shit. Oh like, yeah, it's for sure. Fucking hard to to get time. So it's it's one of those things where it fucking sucks. And maybe someday, but for sure, the reunion episode of yours needs to happen.
1: That would be a lot of fun. Well, I mean, as someone who was a you know g- genuinely a fan, and like I, I you did were not like miss- one of our first yeah. fucking fans, dude. Like I did not miss an episode because
2: we didn't expect it to really. Well, okay. In the very beginning, I expected it to be like this
0: huge, crazy, fucking popular well, thing. Well, of course,
2: because I was like, I was like, nobody else is gonna fucking review shitty movies. <laughs> um, and then, little did I know, I didn't do Surprise, my fucking homework. Motherfucker. And there's like, yeah, there's like <laughs> fucking three hundred other podcasts of people that review <laughs> shitty movies. Um, so, needless to say, I didn't do my homework, um, which is why, kind of towards the end, it, it started to morph into something else entirely. Um, where it just became more about less about the movies and more about just
1: three fucking friends. The yeah. Well, so, well, it's funny because you were asking me earlier about how I found Fork Found, and it's funny because right around oh, that yeah, time, yeah. how
2: did you find it?
1: Well, it's I found you guys through Twitter, and it's kind of hilarious now because I always try to have good, genuine interactions with people on Twitter. Especially if I actually like their show, um, but you guys were really like—I don't think. Did, I think. Did you discover us through like the pot? It was Potter and family, family. Yes. Or is that how you Hasht- us? Hashtag okay. Pottern Family. I still. Well, try that's to all, Josh. That. So if, yeah. I don't
2: know if Josh will listen or not. But if he is, huge shout out to Josh. He's yes, the one to, out to all the of our social. Floydburg. Floydburg. yeah Floydburg. he handled all of our social media stuff i i can't do so i'm horrible at it um <laughs> yeah i know he handled it all um so if it wasn't for him we definitely wouldn't have grown the way that we did
1: so hats oh, off to they the floydberg i can't do it properly and i i now i just <laughs> i just stole the whole floydberg thing now i'm hodberg and i just uh <laughs> Someone said it as a joke once and like they didn't first. Understand. You're stealing ha- Hodberg
2: yeah. and now you're stealing the goon. Jesus yeah. Christ, Shat. sir.
1: Shat. Well, it's funny because right around the time I started At least like, somebody's really, using it. <laughs> right when I started like really getting into Fork Found, a buddy of mine, um, he was it was it was he was talking, we were talking about Goldberg one day, the wrestler. And I, I made a comment and he was just like, Oh, you're Hodberg. Uh, and I, I died laughing. He's like, Dude, it wasn't that funny. I'm like, No, you don't understand. Like, you don't understand why it's funny to me. So then I think I made the joke to Josh the one day, and he was like, fuck it, you can be Hodberg. I'm like, sweet. Like, <laughs> I'm Hodberg. I'm, yeah. I'm a crappier version of Floydberg. But um, I, because uh, it was funny, I saw, like, you guys on Twitter, and I think if I remember correctly. But fuck. But fuck. I think if I remember correctly, <laughs> I do um, every once in a while. I, I don't know if I, I, if I told you this or not. Every once in a while, if you listen to two guys in a game, I I have um I I don't like to say stolen. I like to say i I pay homage to uh, to Forkfound a little bit in that podcast. There's certain things I do, like I do the, fu- the, the, the fun fact. I always fun do that. fact, fun fact. I do it all the time. Like I Forkfound. Kaz is always like, where did that come from? And I'm like, you you weren't there. Like, I can't explain it to you. like this. <laughs> And little things I'll I'll throw in every once in a while. There's tomorrow. so many
2: fucking, yeah. like, little inside jokes right now, and your listeners are going to be like, what the fuck? And the problem yeah. is you can't get fork from it. You, they can't no. even go back and fucking find it. It's dead and gone. You could um, go back a little bit so to, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, they it,
1: could go back to your episode where yes. you had all of us on. Yes, because there is some... Of the insights. I was just listening to it actually the other day. I, I I make a point to listen to it at least once a week to give me inspiration to keep going in life, you know? Um,
0: <laughs> no, if that's, like if that's
1: your it. fucking measure for enjoyment in life, sir, you've set your bars way too low. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just listening to it the other day because it came up on my newsfeed, And I was like, oh, my God. because It's mm. like one of my favorite episodes I've ever done just because it was just because it was such a long time coming. Um, yes. And by the way, that was episode one hundred and ten. If you guys want to go back and listen to that, because it was uh, oh, sweet, that was a lot of fun. Episode one hundred and ten. That was a long freaking time ago. But um, so there's all these like little inside jokes that I do, basically just to pop myself because I know that no one listening, aside from maybe Brandon, is like like they don't know Fork found just because it's yeah. not around anymore.
2: Well, nobody knew Forkfound when it was around either, so it worked
1: Not <laughs> <laughs> about that, but I—I uh, I mean, hey, I—I I, my listenership went up when I started uh, checking you guys out, so I mean that's got to mean something, right? Yeah,
2: no, it's fucking. I—I car- <laughs> I just call it karma. That's what that is. I don't know.
1: Um, but but no, it's really funny. Awesome. But it's funny because with um, me kind of uh, repurposing things from Forkfound. Every once in a while, I've maybe only done it a couple times, but I throw a fuck in there once in a while. Like, Kaz will be going off on a st- stupid tangent. He'll be like, blah, 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 bacon and panini presses or whatever the fuck he's talking about. I don't know where that bacon came from. And panini <laughs> I don't know where the fuck that – he's never talked about that on the show. He'll be like talking about going to New York or something. And he's just going off on a fucking tangent that has nothing to do with uh-huh. what we were talking about. And, uh, and I'll just be like – I'll be sitting there. I'll just be like – <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's like, i'm just doing it to keep myself entertained and I, every once in a while brandon will catch it and he'll be like what were you saying there and i'm like don't worry about it <laughs> like just don't worry about it it's just for me <laughs> the <That's> subliminal messages <laughs> yes <laughs> 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 fuck just every once in, and I, I do it on mics and beers as well once in a while too i'll just bust out a buttfuck and everyone's like what do you what i don't say it like that obviously but uh yeah. we're like. Buff. But some. that
2: that was all that was all josh and adam they fucking <laughs> they fucked with me or tried fucking they snuck that shit in for quite a while before i finally like called them out and i said are you guys fucking screaming butt fuck right now <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah they, they they were they were doing it for a while before i fucking said something so they, they they got me pretty good
1: oh yeah for sure well it's just it's just it was funny listening to that whole thing unfold um but to to finally get through what the hell you asked me like ten minutes ago? Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, no, no, no. no that, I'm track. I'm going off too because I just I just I'll talk about Fork Found for a whole podcast. Like I just that's uh, how much I love the show. <laughs> um, but like when I I think, um, Floydberg retweeted one of my tweets yeah. and I was like, oh, cool. So then I retweeted it and I was like, ah, cool, you know. And so I was like, I'm actually gonna check it out. When someone genuinely actually like... And it was like a retweet with a comment. It wasn't like a bullshit bot retweet. It was like a... You yeah, know, it was like, oh, oh check was, out this podcast. Josh was the
2: man when it came to fucking yeah. social media. That dude was a
1: stud. And then I was like, oh, so I'll actually check it out. And I I checked it out. And it was... Um, you guys were talking about... All I remember about it was you guys talking about... Um, I believe it was Nightmare on Elm Street. You guys were talking about the uh, the quotes. The horrible like movie quotes. Welcome to prime time, bitch.
2: That's my (laughs) favorite one. Yeah. I I know better get the one with the power glove. Now you're
1: playing with power. I fucking love that. (laughs) And I just remember, like, I was laughing so hard, like, uncontrollably. And, like, I was just like, I'm not a movie guy. So I'm like, I don't really know what the movies are talking about. But fuck, these guys are funny. (laughs) Like, And I, I messaged the Twitter. And then I got responded to with a bot. Like right away, and I was like, "Oh God, not this! Oh, like, oh, this kind of sucks." <laughs> and then, like, it was within probably five minutes. Josh tweet like sent a direct message. It was like, "Dude, I'm so sorry. Our bot's crazy. It's not supposed to do that." Like, and it was just he's a good dude. And I'm like, "Fuck, okay, cool. Like, this is cool." And uh, pretty much the rest is history. <laughs> I think I gave you guys a shout out, but I shouted you out on the wrong platform cuz you guys were on the SoundCloud <laughs> and then you right. moved we were to Podbee. and then we moved to Podbean. Yeah. Bean, yep. And it was like it had to have been like overnight cuz I I like looked and I'm like yeah they're on SoundCloud cool. Yeah guys check them out on SoundCloud. Then like a couple days later um I listened back to the episode and I'm like oh I'm going to go see if they have a new episode up and like you guys were gone. I was like what the fuck just happened? And then I went <laughs> and saw the pod and I'm like shit. So it was uh, Yeah, no, we wanted better reporting. Yeah, which Podbean, now I'm on Podbean too, and like it's it's light years better. Light years better. Yes, yes, very much um, so. And then I think there was a shout out on your guys' end that was like the best shout out I've ever received, and it made me feel all warm and fuzzy. And Aww. then, uh, yeah. yeah I think then the rest is a history. shout out from all three of us. I think, we all th- yes. I think we all three shouted you out. Yeah, and it was like one of those shout outs that like. Like if there's one thing I can't and this is just me being a jaded podcaster now, I guess, but like if there's one thing I can't stand, it's a really half-assed shout-out. And I'm I'm mm-hmm. guilty of it too sometimes, but if someone takes the time to be like, Oh, check out the hardest show. Like it's really good and like teachers a great host or whatever the fuck, I will then make it my mission to take the time to do the same. You yeah, know? No, so like that's how it should be. That's awesome. It's just yeah, for sure. So like for me, it's just like when I hear so like when so when someone does give me like a genuine like Good shout, and I'm always like, oh, cool. Like that's, it makes you feel good. And I'm like, oh, these guys are fucking awesome, and they have a great podcast. And then pretty much the rest was history.
2: And then we fucking came all over your face, neck, and chest, and then
1: left. Just we like abandoned to the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Went out the back I door.
2: Made, I think we made it like almost a full year, or right around a full year. Um And then it was close. Yeah,
1: I know you guys were. I think it was episode 53
2: the fork box, fork
1: bought something.
2: Yeah, it was unfortunate, man. Like, I got really fucking busy and caught up with shit. And my work schedule's all over the fucking place. Like, I work days, nights, fucking in between. I work everything. And and my schedule's kind of all over the place. And I was starting to kind of get burnt out in in certain things and aspects of life and 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 whatnot and uh uh yeah it was I was just fuck a new baby like it was just kind of going hectic and I was wanting to start to get into voiceovers and um so I was kind of had less and less time and it was becoming harder because it almost became a point where I'm like all right, guys. This is my free time. Either work with me, or we don't record. Type yeah. thing. Yeah. You know? And I never said that. It was more like, look, if I'm, if I can't record with you guys, and you guys have to go on without me, so be it. You know, that's fine. You guys can can record without me, but they didn't really like that idea of recording without me. Um, Cause I guess, I don't know, maybe it wasn't fork found if it's not all three of us. I don't know. I, I will say in the past, like, I think there was an episode where Adam wasn't on or something. And it was weird not having everybody there. Um, and so they weren't really big fans of that. And then I think people weren't real happy with me at the time, because like I said, I had very limited availability um and so it kind of became a thing where I kind of wanted to throw around other ideas well maybe we do this once a month rather than every week or you know something like <laughs> that I was trying to throw out ideas but then around that same exact time Adam was like dude I'm about to have another baby I got this I'm going on I got this going on like I just don't have time so Adam kind of said like I'm out as well like, I just don't have time and then I asked Josh, I said, well, you and me could do something. And he was sort of like, well, I've got things going Like Everybody's kind of got things going on. Like it started with me and my availability. And I think that kind of rubbed people the wrong way in the beginning. And then it just kind of, everybody sort of got their own thing going on and life changes for, every, for all three of us. And it just kind of came to a point where we said, well, I guess, I guess that's it. And we just sort of called it quits. Um, which is sad though, because I miss the fuck. Like, even right now, though, I'm so busy. I don't. If if the guys ever wanted to do a once a month type show, though, I would be fucking down in a
1: heartbeat. But and I would look I forward know, to that every month like a freaking addict. <laughs> I'm like, come on, come, no, on, come man, on, come on. Come I on, come would on. love to
2: do a once a month Fork Found show. I really, really would. Um, I would like to think that we could all find a time to record and make it happen. Um, but I don't know if the interest is there. Like I said, I haven't really talked to the guys either about it. Um, I think last time we even remotely mentioned it was fuck like 10 months ago. Like it's been a long time since it's even mm-hmm. been mentioned. Um, so I don't even know about interest. You know, I, well, I don't Maybe we'll see what happens. We'll see if the hotter show can bring it back.
1: Oh shit. Now the pressure's on When we do when we do our <laughs> reunion
2: when we do our reunion episode, let's see if you can fucking ignite some flames under us.
1: <laughs> uh, shit. I'll just beg. <laughs> I'm like, please. <laughs> I need fork found of my life. I don't care. I don't care. If
2: the guys ever wanted to come back and do something, you know, once a month, I I would definitely make fucking time in my life to make it happen.
1: So oh for sure. Well I mean I'd be, I even, I'd be all about it. Yeah, I would that would be awesome. But I mean at the same time as someone who does, you know, way too much shit in my spare time when it comes to it's
2: tough, man. podcasts
1: and that. It's like, man, I even today, like I'm, I get home from work and I'm like, okay, cool. I can relax. And I'm like, wait, no, I can't. I got to do this, 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 and this. And I got to run the six social medias I have to run. And I got this and that. And I'm like, fuck. All right, cool. Like, <laughs> it's just that. so I'm like, yeah, I totally am of the, the mindset. That's like, you know, sometimes you just can't make shit work. And if it's going to, like, I always say with me, if there's any of the quote unquote projects i am involved with whether it's <laughs> two guys in a game um aside from the hotter show because that's my freaking show uh, <laughs> aside from this like if like with two guys in a game or like mics and beers or anything at all like that or even with the network like if i get to a point where i'm dragging it down just because of my availability and my just not being able to put the full effort into it. It's like yeah, I would yeah. rather step away. So like I can get from you guys even, I'm sure that was probably a little bit with it as well. Just knowing yeah. how you guys are with how even though like, yeah, you know, Fork Found was I a fun show so. in that, it's like I'm sure think, that was probably
2: Yeah, I think definitely Josh sort of sense that and at the time maybe I didn't want to admit it. Maybe I didn't think that I <laughs> wasn't putting forth a hundred percent. Like I think at the time I definitely felt like I was, but in hindsight and looking back and now that, you know, I've had some time away and, and kind of reflected and, and whatnot. Um, I, I definitely think that maybe I probably wasn't putting in, I can say I probably wasn't putting in, um, you know, a hundred percent anymore. Um, and I think I was just sort of getting a little burnt out on everything. And oh, for sure, uh, I think, josh definitely sensed it and i and rightfully so he wasn't happy about it and i i don't blame him because i mean here he is putting in 110 percent, and if i'm only putting in 75 or 80 you know um that's not really fair so for sure it
1: gets frustrating um
2: yeah and then adam was about to have his kid and adam's like i just don't have fucking time anymore so like adam kind of was like, I'm, he's like, I think Adam saw it as a perfect time to sort of say
1: goodbye and, you know, change focus. So. Oh, for sure. And I mean, that's just how it is. At the end of the day, you know, where creative people will always go back to being creative, regardless of what they're doing. Um, so yes, like knowing that, Someone like Adam, like, I know he's a creative fucking dude. So I'm sure one day, Very much so. you know, he'll go back to doing something creative. But at times you have to kind of make a call. Like, I know there's going to come a time in my life where I'm going to go, shit, I can't afford, I can't do three podcasts anymore and do all this other yeah. shit. And so, like, you know, I mean, that day is not today, mind you. But uh, it's like, <laughs> I know one day that's, I'm sure that's going to happen. And it's like, it's yeah. going to suck. But... So it's, but it's good to hear at least that, you know, the, the, um, what I'm trying to say here that the, the options always kind of there. Maybe one day, who knows, you know, you never yeah, know what hopefully. the future will hold, Right. But uh, I know
2: Adam's working on hustling and he's trying to figure some things out and you know, he, he's, he's hustling right now. He's got a family and stuff, you know, so he's, Oh, for sure. He's, he's hustling and bustling and, um, I know like you said, creative people go back to doing creative things and, and Josh has actually recently started doing, uh, um, I mean, it's not podcasting or anything, but he's starting to do, uh, <clears throat> like woodworking and things I and saw like, building, that, yeah. like, like craftsy, like Etsy, Pinteresty type things with like reclaimed barn wood and, and things like that. So he's actually made some pretty cool fucking shit. Um, yeah, and it's
1: it's dope. Like it looks really cool. I'm like, shit. Yeah, man. yeah no, it looked. How's really that shipping, cool? Floydberg?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it actually looked really good. Um, that's actually why he was out at my house. He was helping me kind of come up with some ideas and designs for like a washer dryer pedestal for my wife, um, for our our washroom. Um, so yeah, we were coming up with some ideas with that for some reclaimed barnwood and and whatnot. So. But yeah, so I mean, I think people definitely find different creative outlets. He found his; he's doing that now as a as a side thing, and I'm doing the voiceovers and the creeper sleep, and Adam's fucking hustling and playing his ukulele, and yeah,
1: awesome. Well, shout-outs we'll to both. If you can bring it oh, back. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, shout out again to fuck yeah, fuck. I'm gonna hear about it too if it doesn't happen. You know, you know, you know. I will. Yeah, Alec and Zach. Alec and, and them will like fucking the, just our, rip me th- apart. Our three fucking listeners God, dude, are gonna fuck? be like,
2: <laughs> the three the people, people that an give an a offer. fuck about Fork Found. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: well, it's it's just funny because shout outs to everybody. Like the community that you guys had was always something that, uh, even still to this day, in its own way, is still it you is, know, still alive. is still alive, still kicking you know the the legend of fork found will always be uh, sorry uh, excuse me a uh, fork found is fork uh, found? Always, it will always be around i think in its own way just cuz of the influence it had on uh. i mean like i was saying earlier it, you if someone who listened to fork found regularly listened to two guys at a game they'd be like this fucking hotter guy stealing all match of the shit <laughs> like it's, it's like yeah it's, i i'm basically it's like you guys uh, are the nwo and I'm like the Bullet Club, basically, is how I like to see it. Like, I'm just... <laughs> you know, I, I'm repurposing shit, but... Uh, <laughs> Can I be um, Scott Hall? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I gotta be Ramon. like the Young Bucks or some shit. Fuck. Anyway. <laughs> but um, just... I wanted to ask you, just before we kind of... Uh, we kind of sign oh, off for yeah, today, yeah. a little bit more about the... A little more about the voiceover stuff. So yeah. you've been doing mostly... Like, YouTube videos and things like that, right?
2: Uh, Correct. I've done a wide variety of things, but I would say most of the projects that I've done have been uh, YouTube narrations for a variety of different channels. I think I've worked on five or six different YouTube channels now this year and done a lot of different voiceover work for all of them.
1: I know for sure, like, there was some that you've um, shown me. Like, I think it was one was Game Domain, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah, think Game, Game Domain's Domain there's a channel
2: bunch. that that I do work on um, a little bit here and there still. Uh, unfortunately, I had to tell them that I have other priorities now that kind of take precedence just due to... Game Domain was one of the first people that ever hired me, and the pay was not... It was almost non-existent, but... It was there, but they're a bunch of cool kids. Um, and, uh, they've, they've kind of helped me out and gave me one of my first gigs. And so just me being loyal, I'll always do something for them. Oh, for Um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I definitely had to change priorities on who I record with and what I do. Um, for a while, I was doing... What was it? The very first one I ever got was a YouTube channel called like Cartoon Lovers or something like that. Yes, I remember that. I don't know. Um, I did a bunch for them when I was first starting out. Um, and then... What did I do next? I've done uh, Daily Top Tens. Um, I did that one for a while. And then... They stopped putting out video content. I don't know what was up with that. Um, but I did them for a while. I did... Currently, I'm doing one for a brand new channel called The Knock List. Um, K-N-O-C-K. Like, knock, knock. The Knock List. Um, and they're kind of a top 10 countdown type site as well. Um, and that they're a brand new channel that just launched. Um, I'm also doing some stuff. I've done some advertisement, like commercials for some apps. Um, I'm currently doing narration for, um, like preppers for like, uh, I don't want to say doomsday preppers, but like, you know, preppers prepping for a natural disaster of any kind and things like that. There's a lot of, uh, voice work for that, that I've been doing. I've done some voice work for like training videos for Hyatt hotels um, yeah, so I've kind of done a, a variety of things, but I would say YouTube is probably where my, you know, where my, uh, where my, what's the word I'm looking for? Where I'm making the most of my money is from YouTube. Yes. Well,
1: that's cool. Cause I mean, I'm someone who I've always, um, you know, there's that part of me that's like, man, I would love to try and break into that world and then i sit down and try and read a script and i'm like fuck this like it's just oh yeah. i was gonna <laughs> so say it's I, really fucking simple man if i can yeah. do it you can do it like it's that um, hard yeah and so I, I have a ton of respect for voiceover people because it's just like to me that's a whole other um level of just like i can sit in front of a microphone and i can talk for as pretty much as long as you need me to i can bs and i can get through shit and try to somewhat be interesting. Um, yeah. But for whatever reason, you put a script in front of me and tell me to read it. I'm sure it would get better over time, but I'm, I'm definitely someone who I feel that I'm better just free flowing and things like that. But do you kind of have any tips for people who maybe want to try and get into that voiceover world?
2: Yeah. Um, it's fucking hilarious that you actually asked that. Cause earlier today at work, I w- I'm a manager, and I was speaking with one of my associates, and they also asked me the exact same thing. <laughs> um, so, couple... Okay, so there's a few things. One, get yourself some decent equipment. It doesn't have to be anything fucking amazing by any stretch of the imagination. You can get kind of like a starter kit, so to speak, like what I did, and I think I got it all for less than like 200 bucks. I mean, it's not... You don't have to go out and buy like a thousand dollar microphone right away or anything like that. Um, so don't feel like you have to. You really don't. But at the same time, don't rock a fucking blue yeti either. Uh, yeah, blue no, Yeti is sure. great <laughs> for fucking Twitch and maybe a podcast, but it's not. It's not a, You don't want to use a USB mic. Basically, no, you, you want to make all. sure that you're using an XLR uh, microphone. Um, the other thing too. Uh, don't be afraid to try different things and really look for your niche. Um, some people love doing voiceovers as characters. Um, I would love to get into more character work, but I'm not there yet. Um, and I know that I'm not there yet, so I'm not going to apply for a bunch of jobs that require character work knowing that I'm not ready. Um, I'm also not going to apply for jobs that require a British male. I'm not a fucking British male. You know, well, yeah, so I mean, like know sure. your <laughs> know your niche and know what you're good at. A lot of the things that I get hired for are people that want natural conversation. They don't want it to sound like someone's reading a script. They don't want it to sound like a you know. What I mean, I can do like a big like radio announcer where it's like today only you can buy this for three ninety nine. Like I can do that, but that's not what people want. People want a more conversational tone. At least that's what. I get hired for, um, so a lot of my stuffs like today on the daily top ten we are gonna go. You know, it's kind of it's more conversational. Um, so know your thing, and, and then the big thing too, man. There's a lot of people out there that I don't recommend the Facebook groups. I've joined a lot of voiceover Facebook groups, and. I can't. I join them thinking, like, oh, this is going to be great. They're going to give me all sorts of tips and hints and all sorts (laughs) of shit, right? (laughs) And uh, it's just a fucking breeding ground for talking shit.
1: Surprise, motherfucker. It's
2: just just insane to me. Like, there's a gentleman by the name of Bill DeWeese um, who has a huge YouTube channel. He's a great voiceover artist. And he's of the trainer, and he makes really great money at voiceover too. And he has his own business and everything. But his, uh, his big thing is that he says sites like Upwork and Fiverr are great tools to learn your craft and get better at it while making a few bucks along the way right and it's a great way to to build it and build a client base and get used to being behind a microphone and learning and editing and all that kind of shit it's like real world practice mm-hmm. i too am of that mindset um i got a lot of my work from upwork and uh you know and i'm able to make a few extra 100 dollars a month for a couple hours worth of work you know um but if you're on these fucking facebook sites Dude, they don't fucking say that you do shit for Upwork or Fiverr Because they will fucking just go after you and just annihilate you Um, They they look at it like, oh my god, why would you do such a fucking thing And you're a disgrace to the voiceover community And fuck you, I can't believe anybody would ever fucking do this Fucking elitists yeah, you're fucking bringing down our our business, and your fucking crappy ass daily rates are ruining our business and all this other shit. And part of me is like, look, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, the people like YouTube channels that are hiring people like me for much lower wages than because like if they were to charge that, they're gonna they're gonna say. I would like $500 a video. Cause that's my going rate or $150, $200, whatever it is, a video. Well, that's fucking unrealistic for a YouTube channel. Let's be real. Okay. That is fucking unrealistic. Nobody's nobody paying will. Nobody will ever pay that. You could have voiceover artists that you could have everybody, every fucking voice, our voiceover artist in the world could say my minimum going rates, a hundred dollars a video. Nobody's going to fucking pay that. They're just going to start narrating the shit themselves and it may sound like shit but they're saving money. You know what I mean? Nobody's going to pay oh, that sure. for a fucking YouTube video. Like it, it it doesn't make sense. Um you know for audiobook narrations, for com- na- national commercials, for regional commercials, for um, amusement park rides, that kind of stuff. Yeah, of course, don't charge fucking $5 or $10 or $50. Or Yeah, charge your higher rates. That makes sense. Um, but that's not what these people on Upwork are fucking going for. These people on Upwork are looking for somebody to do a fucking YouTube commercial, to do um, a little tiny voiceover spot for some fucking anime channel that they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, they're not looking... They're looking for... People that are up and coming and learning their craft, they're not looking for a fucking professional. Um, and so I am of the mindset that Upwork and Fiverr and, and those kind of sites are a great way, um, to hone your craft and learn your, you know, learn the business and whatnot. Obviously, there's some people that make. Try to make careers or do make careers Out of those I don't recommend trying to make a Career off of Upwork or Fiverr if you're You know I don't think that's really But in order to like make enough Money to buy new equipment or make enough money To fucking get a demo Shit like yeah go oh, for, for sure. it um, Another piece Of advice too that I have coaching 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 uh, Coaching is huge uh, Make sure That you get coached and Coaching is not fucking cheap on average, you're around give or take $100 an hour for one-on-one personal coaching, give or take. Um, but sometimes maybe all you need is five or six hours of one-on-one coaching with a real professional fucking coach, you know? Um So, yeah, coaching is huge. Make sure that you're getting coached. They're going to teach you all sorts of stuff like breathing techniques and voice and pronunciation and uh, projecting your voice and how to sit. And, I mean, there's all sorts of things that they're going to teach you. Um, So coaching is huge. Don't make the mistake that I did in the very beginning, which is try to produce your own demo. That's a fucking (laughs) no-no. I did that. Don't do that. Um, Horrible idea. Um, Save your money. Pay for your demo to get professionally done somewhere. You'll you won't regret it. Um. So yeah, I mean, and in between, just fucking. I don't even have a demo right now. Like when people fucking say, "Hey, uh, what can you send?" I'll either send them old shit that I've done for other jobs, or they'll provide a sample script, and I'll just bust out their sample script, which is my favorite way of doing it because then they can hear if your voice is a right fit for them.
1: Oh, for sure. Um, I think that would be the best way for sure.
2: Yeah, I don't do a whole script because I'm afraid somebody's going to fucking steal it and then not pay me. Um, oh, yeah, of that course. That shit happens. There's some shady motherfuckers out there. Um, and So, yeah, and don't fall for the scams when some motherfuckers, like, oh, do this full sample script and we're going to pay you $500 a video. They're fucking full of shit. Yeah. They're not going to pay not you anything. They're going to, yeah, they're going to take that sample script and 50 others that fucking fell for it and they're going to have 50 videos for free. They're just going to steal yeah. your voice. so Oh, don't for sure. For well, yet. I
1: I even had that happen to me. Um, really? This was while, forever ago. Yeah, I had because this was even before Brandon came on board with the podcast um, where I, a company hit me up. I can't remember what they were now, but uh, they hit me up and they're like, yeah, man. So like, here's what we're looking for. We want someone to do some voiceover work for us. We think you'd be perfect for it. We think you have the perfect voice for our content and just talking about how great I am and how great my show is. And like, just ah, they were really, really puffing me up in your dick. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh dude. It was, and like, they were, <clears throat> excuse me. And they were being really personable and like talking about specific episodes even. So like these people did oh. their homework. They were like, <clears throat> excuse me. They did their homework. They were like, Hey, this episode, you kind of had a more serious tone and we really like that. And, And they were like, yeah, so how about we send you some sample scripts and then, uh, you know, you read them off and send them over to us and we'll kind of like let you know. And I I started doing one and I went, wait a minute. I'm already five, ten minutes into the script. I got another because it was like long shit. Like there was a couple like commercially type things, but then there was like 10, 15 minute long YouTube videos. And I went, wait a minute. They yeah, want me no, to do the whole script that. and then they'll let me know. And I was like, nah. So I called them on and I said, are you going to fucking pay me for this? And they were like, well, no, not, for, not at first. And then we'll pay you this much. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, nah, that's not how it works. Yep. And then, you know, they made their way through the podcast community. And I think a couple people got uh, got suckered into it, unfortunately. But um, yep. I think this they, were, they were a YouTube crazy, channel. Man. But I can't remember the name of it anymore. But, yeah, you got to be careful about that shit. Especially podcasters because yep. I've had that happen before, too especially with the launch of the network companies hitting me up and, Oh, if you do this and this, we'll give you this and this. And yep, it's a like, no, no, nah, nah, nah.
2: out there. Yeah,
1: you gotta be so careful.
2: Yeah, no, I'll do like 30 second spots where I can tell it's not the whole script. Or if they send me the whole script, I'll only record a paragraph. Like I won't do the whole fucking thing. Cause I'm like, you're not going to fucking steal it and use it. So, I will only do, like, a small fucking chunk of it. I'm like, this is enough to know whether or not I'm a good fit for your project.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure.
2: So. But, yeah. So, I mean, those are just some basic tips and things. Hopefully, it's not too boring for anyone. But uh, And, oh, the biggest of all, fucking make YouTube your best friend. You can learn so much shit from YouTube, whether it's editing, whether it's uh, tips and tricks on how to enunciate things, whether... And so you can get coaching um a uh, marketing skills there's all sorts of videos out there YouTube is your best fucking friend when you're trying to make it
1: absolutely like I mean there's so much content on YouTube just learning how to do things and even in the beginning mm-hmm. with me before Brandon came on like I learned how to edit and how to you know eq a little bit and stuff all from YouTube yep. like there's lots on there yep. You don't need to spend a crap load of money to get started, you know? Same thing with podcasting. Nope.
2: Yeah, no, You're not. I mean, you're not going to be a quote-unquote professional. Fuck, I'm not a professional either, but... Oh, for uh, sure, yeah. I I definitely make some a good amount of money on the side doing it, and I'm fucking happy. I love it. And my goal is to make 2019 my big year. Um, eventually, hopefully within the next five years, I can definitely make it so that it's like my only full-time six-figure fucking job. That's definitely my my goal, but we'll see how it goes. But in the meantime, I'm having fucking fun doing what I'm doing and making, you know, a couple hundred dollars, few hundred dollars extra every month. And fuck, I mean, that's diapers and gas and, you know, fun money
1: and who knows what else, so. For sure, and I think at the end of the day, that's the most important thing, right, is if you're having fun with it, if exactly. you can make a little bit of money exactly. on the side... That's what it's. That's what that's life all that is all about, right?
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not like I'm putting in a lot of fucking work. You know, I do mm. maybe three to four hours a week, and I make a few hundred bucks for three to four hours. I mean, I'm averaging fifty to a hundred dollars an hour. I'm not. I'm not going to complain. You know, absolutely. So. What there's not a lot of jobs you can make fifty to a hundred dollars an hour. So, <laughs> yeah, especially sitting in your fucking pajamas. You know, your balls out of the microphone yeah. in your face, like it's yeah.
1: Not a lot of jobs you can do that. (laughs) Nope, not at all. For sure, for sure. Well, Matt, thank you very much, man, for coming on. I've had a lot of fun. I feel like we could keep talking the whole night, but uh, I, I'm sure you have uh, some some voiceover work to get to. <laughs> I <laughs> so. do,
2: actually, yeah. No, I've got <laughs> quite a few scripts, actually, that I need to knock out. But uh, no, man, thank you very much for fucking having me, and uh, hopefully people found this entertaining. And uh, go fucking check out Creeper Sleep. Absolutely. And I'm... It, and if anybody has any horror stories they want narrated, scary stories, whatever, um, email me sleep creep or sleep, not our sleep, or
1: sleep at gmail.com. Absolutely hit him up. It's it's a show that I was absolutely fell in love with the first idea when you presented it on YouTube. And it's something that I'm very, very thankful and grateful to have a part of uh, of the network because I think it really brings a lot of diversity to uh to the lineup, so I'm very uh, thankful to have you on board with it as well, sir. Yeah, man, it's fun.
2: I'm I'm glad to be a part of it. Thank you for having me. Wicked. Well, thank you very much, man. We'll
1: talk to you. Sounds good. All right, gang. So that was my conversation with Matthew, and I guess also the goon uh, from Creeper Sleep. It's kind of rude how he just butted in in the beginning there, but that's perfectly fine. You know, kind of made me look like a bit of a goofball, but that's okay. Because at the end of the day, I, I still think that the goon has a, yeah, he's got a heart of gold folks since, but uh, definitely an interesting cat. And I hope you guys enjoyed that chat. See what I did there. Ha 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 ha. I'm sorry. I'll never do that again. <laughs> we had way too much fun on that pod. I finally just said to him like, Hey man, I know you got shit to do, so we're going to cut it. I feel like we could have talked for at least another hour or two, just about whatever. Always have a blast chatting with Matt. So Matt, thank you very much for jumping on the show. And for providing such a great podcast with Creeper Sleep. Again, if you have not heard this podcast, stop what you are doing, which is listening to this podcast and go listen to Creeper Sleep, guys. Seriously, if you're a fan of anything horror related, um, any kind of story narration, if you like audiobooks, even obviously it's a much shorter audiobook. I don't really consider it an audiobook, but. Uh, if you're just into that kind of thing, if you like kind of the more scripted style of podcasts, this is definitely for you. This is literally Matt just reading off scary short stories and things like that on his podcast in, uh, in a voice that is unique, but it's still him and it's still real. And as he was talking about, you know he doesn't like to read the stories beforehand so it's a genuine emotion when he's reading them and i i just think that he has something really special with this podcast and then also of course the goon is just the goon and he's uh he's just a big asshole but uh, that's okay because we still love him here at podbeard network so again be sure to go check it out subscribe leave a like check it out on the social media all under creep or sleep because it is a great show and there'll be many more great episodes to come of that. Just like from the hotter show here. Thank you very much for listening in today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, regardless of how you're listening. If you're on the pod beam, which is kind of the new home for the hotter show. Be sure to subscribe, follow us on there. If you are still listening on the SoundCloud, thank you for doing so. But be sure to check us out on the Podbean or on some kind of other uh, platform, whether it's iTunes, CastBox, Stitcher, Google Play, because eventually, within the next few weeks or month or so, I still haven't quite decided yet, I am going to be shutting down the SoundCloud. So it's going to be a big step. I still do have quite a few... uh, the listeners that only listen in on the SoundCloud. So I'm hoping that you guys will migrate over. Please do so. We would uh, very much appreciate it if I can bring you guys with me. from My loyal listener base that's been with me pretty much from day one. I very much appreciate you guys. And I'm hoping that you will make the jump over with me. The Podbean app is 100% free. It doesn't take up a lot of space on your phone. You can set it up so that it doesn't use cellular device. But then you can also set it up to do like an instant download whenever a new podcast comes out. There's tons, tons, thousands of podcasts on there. I personally just use the Podbean app for everything now. I really do. I don't, uh, I barely touch anything else. I use Cashbox once in a while as well for the shows that I can't get on Podbean, which is very few and far between. But um, I really enjoy the Podbean app. So definitely check it out. Uh, If you don't listen to the show on SoundCloud, you listen to it on iTunes or whatever, it will not affect you when that kind of changeover does happen. But uh, definitely be sure to check it out and subscribe. However you are listening, very much appreciate it. If you're listening on the iTunes, be sure to leave us a rating. Always appreciate it. Even if it's a bad rating, tell me how much I suck. That's fine. I still love you just for listening and clicking that play button. And that's going to do it for me today, guys. Thank you so very much again for tuning in one more time. For that 800th damn time, I'm rambling. So I will catch you next time on The Hotter Show. Take it easy, guys.